0: Edward Marlowe and this is your host of the For Those Who Inquired podcast and uh, lucky enough to actually we're doing this one long distance folks. Uh, I'm in Cade's at my job right now at WKDZ uh, radio uh, with the News Edge group and on the phone with me is Maddie Waldrup. She needs a little introduction but I'll give one anyways. Uh, uh, obviously a homegrown Murray Lady Tiger, uh, terrific basketball player, consistent all-purchase player and purchase player of the year. Uh, who had a great high school basketball career. Uh, She parlayed that into a scholarship opportunity under Kevin McMillian. Millen? Excuse me. McMillian. He is is McMillian the way he coaches, but uh, uh, has been nothing but successful in the Ohio Valley Conference. And uh, Maddie, of course, was uh, terrific at UT Martin. And uh, after that, I do believe was going to be just a math teacher and maybe be a high school basketball coach someday. And that has certainly sped up, as she is now the coach of the Callaway County Lady Lakers in the 4th District in the 1st Region of Western Kentucky. Maddie, how's it going?
1: It's uh, going pretty good. Life's been pretty hectic, but um, no complaints. And um, I'm enjoying it.
0: I, I, I So succinct, but on, uh, on June 1st, uh, and, and again, you can help me out with the timeline here at any point, but on June 1st, Maddie, you weren't a head coach. You know, you weren't that far removed from a college basketball career. Uh, you're trying to graduate college and uh, trying to figure some things out. And now, all of a sudden, uh, you're in the thick of what what will always be, no matter what the teams are comprised of or or how good the teams are, how good the teams aren't. The fourth district is always tough uh, and something mm-hmm. that you experienced personally. How did this kind of all come to fruition? How are you in this moment and in perpetuity maybe, the Lady Lakers uh, basketball coach?
1: Well, um, about two years ago, I had a Facebook message from Sailor Lowe's mom asking if I'd be interested in lessons, and um, I was like, well, sure, I could use the extra money um, as a college student, so I started working with her three days a week in the summer, and then Um, word got out and Olivia Perkins and a couple others, um, on Callaway's team had asked me to do lessons. And then, so one summer went by, I I just worked individually with the girls. And then last summer, Valerie had asked me to come and give their post-player lessons for an hour, just twice or two times or three times a week. So on Monday, Wednesday, or Fridays, I'd come in and she'd give me an hour just to work on moves or high-low or just different things, and um, then probably the first week of August, I got a call, and uh, they said the position was open, and they were interested in me being the head coach, and my exact words back were just, wow. Um, I was very shocked, considering I haven't finished school, Sure, um, I'm teaching and um you know i've had no real coaching experience i've been given lessons for many years and I've, i mean i've helped with little league and stuff over the years but i mean a high school coaching job is a big deal and so i was very shocked that i was even being considered let around, let alone getting you know a phone call right away um but that, yeah, that's kind of how that came about. Just I guess helping them this summer, the girls got used to me, um, and so I guess when the time came, and you know it's August, season's two months away, um, they needed a coach pretty quickly, and they called me.
0: Uh, it's it's amazing. I, I was I was pausing for effect there because that is an absolute whirlwind. Uh, of a situation. Uh, uh, certainly I've spoken to Valerie uh, and her family and they had to do what was best for them, what they believed was best for their family, uh, and made a decision to, to, you know, move along and, and go elsewhere. And, and you, you take a look at this situation with Callaway and now all of a sudden uh, you're right at the forefront of what's always, a, well, what is now a four-team district way, race with uh, Christian Fellowship back in the fold. Uh, mm-hmm. And certainly really excited for them. Gracie Howard is a terrific talent. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about 4th District here in a little bit, but you, you talk about this opportunity, Maddie. Um, at, at what point, let me see if I can, maybe, at what point maybe did did, did, did you have a conversation with with your college basketball coach in McMillan? Did you have a conversation with your high school basketball coach in Rochelle Turner just to get feelers, or, or where did those conversations unfold maybe for you to get some sort of a guidance or a centerpiece as to whether you should do this or not?
1: Well, the first two people I called were Kevin McMillan and Rochelle Turner.
0: Um, I asked for those who are listening. I did not know that, so that's that's interesting. Uh,
1: even... Um, even before my parents, I've, I called those two and basically, I mean, I played for both of them. They both coached high school basketball before they became a college coach. Um, actually coach McMillan was a math teacher and a college coach and a high school coach. So, you know, he knew exactly that position I'd be in because I want to be a math teacher and a coach and, and coach Turner taught reading. So that's not really my forte, but. I mean, she understood being the teacher and the coach part of it, and um, I basically just asked, am I crazy for even considering this? Um, And, you know, they said a lot of people probably would be crazy, but they, they told me that knowing who I am, I could handle it, and I have a lot of good resources and support to help me out, so... Um, they kind of sparked my interest in it and then, um, talking to my family about it, you know, they were just blown away by the interest, um, that Callaway had shown me. Um, and then my grandfather was sick at the time and he was kind of declining and originally I wanted to move away from this area. I actually had interviewed, Well, I had applied to schools in South Carolina. I was just going to leave the area completely. And when my grandpa started getting sick, I decided I wanted to stay around Murray just to give my family that support. Um, And so after about a week of thinking about it, I didn't have much time, I accepted the position.
0: I didn't, I didn't really, again, another pause for effect. I, I just, you know, I can understand the concept of wanting to move away, but I, yeah, um, it's one of those things where you just hit the nail on the head, Maddie. You just didn't feel like you had a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It, it's sounding like there's a lot of decision-making that had to be crammed together uh, in a right. very, very tight window. Uh, how much did family and faith maybe play a, play a part? I know you've mentioned a little bit now about, he wandered up your grandfather, but how much about family and faith maybe played a part uh, in trying to make that ultimate decision to accept the job?
1: They played a huge part in it. Um, my dad was a Laker, and I'm still not exactly sure why or how I ended up at Murray High because my mom wasn't from the area, and my grandma was the guidance counselor at Callaway, and she was the first ever soccer coach at Callaway. So, um... I'm not really sure how I grew up a tiger, so I knew, you know, I had Laker blood in me. Um, sure. And so they were pretty excited about it. And then um, about, a, would say, maybe two weeks after I took the job, my grandfather passed away. And so it kind of was a bit reassuring that I'd taken the job because I'm going to be moving in uh my grandparents have an apartment behind their house and they're going to let me stay in it. So I'm going to be there with my grandma and, you know, give her strength through the tough times. Um, but family and faith definitely weighed in heavily.
0: I want to take this on a little bit of a lighter note. Uh, and, uh, and again, I appreciate this time, Maddie, because I know that you're, you're really excited. You know, you've got a, a great career ahead of you and, and this is such an, a unique chapter. I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, I have reached out to some friends of mine at the Lexington Herald leader, Josh Moore, uh, Evan Dennison out at Maysville, a couple of other sports reporters across the state. I can't think of a younger coach right now. I know Rochelle was fairly young when she took over a Lady Tiger program after being at Murray State with Howard Beth, but I don't know if there has been a younger coach Um, man or woman in high school basketball history in Kentucky. And anybody listening, maybe you can email me, text me, the correction on that. But Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong, I might be aging myself here. You're 21, 22? I'm
1: 22.
0: And, I mean, you're just barely 22. Is that right? Uh,
1: Yeah, I turned 22 in
0: February, so I'm I'm almost 23. I don't know, and, again, I, might, I think Rochelle maybe was 23 or 24 when she took over. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody at the age of 22 or maybe right at that age, directly out of college, has taken over uh, a high school basketball team. And I'm not trying to create nerves there. Obviously, I'm sure you okay. feel plenty of them. But, you know, you're certainly one of, if not the, let's just say one of, to be safe, one of the youngest ever to coach a uh, man or woman uh, as a head coach of a basketball program. Um, which is unique, you know. Like I said, having reached out to a couple friends of mine that have access to some to some regional and 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 state archives, that's that's kind of an interesting note all on its own. Um, when you take a look uh, at what's in front of you, though, um, is it crazy to think that the region you're in is full of coaches that coached against you? Um, not even that long ago, you've got Aaron Beth in your own district, you know, who obviously was at the helm with Graves. You've got those Scott Sivels at McCracken, proud program there, who is a former Lady Laker, you know, coach himself that needs little introduction. Other coaches across the region, Ember Wright was coaching at Carlisle County, you know, trying to wrangle away all eight championships against you guys uh, and your team. Um, is that something you've even thought about, that a lot of the coaches in the in the first region are, are ones who game plan against you uh, as a player the, all those years ago?
1: Oh, absolutely, and um, I was very fortunate to play for Rochelle and have a very, very winning high school career. Um, That may bite me in the butt now that I'm a head coach. They may remember, um, you know, how well we did against those teams, Um, you know, so I'm sure some of them in the back of their minds, you know, are like, all right, it's our chance to beat her finally, or, you know, um, because I had wonderful coaches, wonderful teammates, and I was very blessed to have a very winning team in high school. Um, but it, you know, it's a little intimidating because a lot of these region one coaches are also very, have, have had very winning programs. Um, but it's neat, um, getting to, you know, learn beside them and, um, pick their
0: brains, you know? Yeah. And be a, and just kind of be a part of the fabric of it all. Um, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: one of the other things I wanted to ask you, Maddie, and it's kind of something that's, you know, kind of something that I've thought a little bit about, you have this, I guess, you have this situation where you, you know, Maddie, you decided to commit to UT Martin, Obviously, there may have or may not have been an opportunity for you to join Murray State after graduation, um, uh, high school graduation, and now you're 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 joining up and being the head coach of of the Caldwell County Lady Lakers, who are a big rival of Murray.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe
0: you can describe this, or maybe there's a way that you can put it into words how have you been able? Because you're going to have family members who grew up diehard Tigers. Rooting for Callaway County now. You had diehard racer fans rooting for UT Martin. How are you blending all of that? Like, how are you able to... Because you just mentioned your family ties to Callaway County, but they still grew up wearing, you know, black and gold. And you had so many family and friend ties that grew up wearing blue and gold. But then underneath that racer shirt, they take it off, and there's UT Martin and cheering you Mm -hmm. on in college basketball. How are you... Now moving back into that realm, you know, with this high school basketball situation. I mean, obviously, you're always a Lady Tiger, but now you're a Lady Laker. How do you put that together?
1: Um, well, when it was time for me to decide on a college, um, Coach Turner had came to my house when she took the job, and you know, said, "You have an offer at Murray State, um, but you know, we don't blame you if you go to Martin. You know, that's where your word is and um, her and Monica had taught me so much about loyalty and trust and coach McMillan had showed me that, you know, I tore my ACL the senior, the summer for my senior year. And he said, you know, you're, you still have a scholarship. I believe you, you know, you could still do big things for our program. And I just really appreciated that loyalty. Um, so I guess it wasn't so much of thinking about Martin as a rival, um, because I I truly believe that it's more than basketball. Um, My biggest goal with these girls is just to show them trust and relationships and, you know, how to be better young women. And so when I was picking a school for college, it wasn't that I didn't think Coach Turner could make me a better person or a better player, Um, but Coach McMillan had showed his loyalty, and I was excited to see how he could transform me as a player and then when it was time for me to decide if I wanted to take the Callaway position or not it wasn't about Callaway versus Murray um I had already built relationships with a couple of the girls on Callaway's team um and all their post players so once again when it was time to decide I I thought more about the relationship aspect of it um and I mean, Callaway gave me the opportunity. I didn't, you know, the head coach position at Murray High wasn't available. um, Sure. And it's not every day that you get offered a head coaching job. So I just thought it was too great of an opportunity to turn down. And initially, I told Coach McMillan when I uh, decided I wasn't going to take my COVID year, I was like, I need you know a few years break from basketball it has consumed my life since kindergarten um right i'm gonna take a few years away from it and eventually i may get back in co- to into coaching so when they called me i was like oh my gosh i just can't get away from it but <laughs> it turned out to be a blessing
0: Walk me through some of the semantics of your staff. Uh, I know Troy Webb and I. Troy and I are, are pretty good friends, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about just sports over the last ten, you know, fifteen years since my time at the Ledger and beyond. Obviously, a terrific coach in his own right. I know Troy has is, has is, is got a role on your staff, but where where, do you, where, where does your staff go uh, from this point? Where where do you where do you find help on the sidelines, uh, and and how do you put that all together? with this short amount of time that you've had?
1: Um, Well, Troy Webb, bless his heart, um, retired, and I begged him to come out of retirement again um, to come help me. Um, So he actually was not allowed to help our team till October 1st. There's some law where you have to take 90 days out out of retirement, or you have to be retired for 90 days before you can come back on the school's campus. Right. So... He wasn't there during preseason because he was supposed to be retired. Um, and then recently we have picked up an assistant coach, Abby Montgomery, um, very knowledgeable on the game. Um, and she's grew up in, around um, basketball and, you know, she's got ties to Callaway as well. Um, but I haven't found a fourth coach yet. It's just the three of us, and probably the best advice I got was from Coach Turner. She said, until you can find, you know, basically her words were, until you can find your Monica, um, you know, that one person you can always rely on. Um, Don't be afraid to take on more than you probably should your first year. Um, Expect to do a lot on your own, and then, you know, when you have time next summer or whenever, I can go out and recruit better for a, an assistant coach. But right now, I'm I'm very thankful that the two coaches I have have come to help me out because I was very overwhelmed at first. I, you know, Coach Webb joined me October, and Coach M joined me probably two weeks ago. So there for a while, it was just me, and I'm driving an hour every day over here. So I was like, man, maybe I am crazy for taking it, but... They have definitely taken a load off of me.
0: Three, we're we're about four weeks to the season starts, uh, and I know that sounds daunting. Just even as a part-time reporter, I still get to see some high school basketball games uh, from time to time with my job. Uh, WKDZ, um, WPKY, and WHBO—they're uh, owners of your new your uh, your Sports Edge. They have News Edge as well, and. You know there will be some basketball games that I that I can maybe get to um, while I'm reporting on heavy news over here in Cadiz, Hopkinsville, and Princeton. But you you take a look at the situation in four weeks, Maddie, and you're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be on the sidelines with your own, your clipboard, your whistle, your yeah. And I know you already have that in practice, but it's gonna count uh, in a mm-hmm. month. Is that is that starting like Are you starting to think about that, or is it? Or does it even does it even come into your mind at all? Because you've already been in that situation before in in high pressure situations.
1: Um, it absolutely comes into my mind just because I didn't have you know full control over the team this summer. Um, I was just volunteering, and so obviously I I wasn't gonna step over the head coaches or the assistants at the time and give my input. Um, so I've had basically since, um, I guess, October 15th, because I had quite a few girls in soccer. Um, I had since October 15th to start, you know, putting my input on the offenses and the defenses and et cetera. Um, So I do feel like I I haven't had much time, but thankfully the girls have been very coachable. Um, We were able to get two scrimmages, Our first one is tomorrow, actually,
0: um, at home. Who are you scrimmaging at home?
1: We scrimmaged Dawson Springs. Um, I just went ahead and left the schedule the same as Coach Waller had it. Um, There was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff I didn't know how to do yet, one being scheduling. So I just left it the same, and then next year I will you know, pick up teams that I'd like to scrimmage but thankfully Dawson Springs kept their scrimmage with us and then we play um are we scrimmage McLean County the 20th so we have two scrimmages before we open with Coach Civil and his Mustangs November 30th.
0: Wow I Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance yet (laughs) I have not had a chance I, I had I have not memorized it it's it's obviously you know not part of my job anymore but i'm still paying a lot of attention to what's going on in the first region and i just did not realize that that was the ultimate ma- you know kind of an ultimate matchup to start things out former head coach of the lady lakers and you know and and then yourself the new head coach of the lady mm-hmm. lakers so that's well i'm going to go ahead and tell you just as a as a casual fan and as someone who still pays attention to high school basketball in kentucky that's exciting uh, well, but, I- but i'm sure for you you know that's obviously a daunting challenge considering you know how tough McCracken's you know got a chance to be this year, uh, just from oh, a talent absolutely. perspective.
1: I know they've got um, some young talent, and then of course uh, Destiny Thomas is a name that's going to keep appearing. Um, you know, coming back from an ACL surgery, um, a lot of people would you know maybe count someone out after an injury, but I know as well as anyone that you can come back stronger from it. So. You know, she's hungry and wanting to make up lost time. So I I know Coach Sivils is going to have them ready. Um, Thankfully, we play them again in January. So, you know, if we aren't quite ready for November 30th, we get another shot at them um, in January as well. So that's neat that we get to play them twice. And they're good competition. I always welcome good competition.
0: Well, and if there's something that I was going to say, if there's something that Rochelle and and Kevin McMillan, you know, you you never really could look at a schedule and say, nah, that ain't it, you know. Just in my in my opinion, at least in recent memory, in the last eight to ten years, if I looked at a high school basketball schedule, you know, for Rochelle Turner, you know, or, or even Wyatt Faust after that, you know, at Murray, and then, you know, over at you know with McMillan and UT Martin, the Skyhawks are ready. You know, you guys always mm-hmm. had a tough schedule, uh, and the conference only got better. You know, as things started to evolve. Um, you mentioned the injuries, and uh, obviously, you know, you you had to come back. What three
1: times? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah.
0: three three times. I, and you know, a lot of times people are going to give up after one or two. What pushed you mm-hmm. through that third situation?
1: Um. Probably just the excitement. Uh, it was my freshman year of college right after season in May, I had surgery, so I still had three years ahead of me. So I was still a baby in college. Um, so the excitement of being in college probably got me through that. Um, and I also, I've been blessed with very, very close teams in high school and in college. Um, all of the girls I lived with and was very good friends with, and i I chose to be their friends outside of basketball. It wasn't like I was forced to. Um, I wanted to be around them. So just that kind of bond made me want to come back. But I did tell Coach, I was like, if I have to do this a fourth time, you know, I'm not going to be out on the court. I'll, I'll gladly film and keep stats and get their waters, but I'm not doing it all again. And thankfully I was blessed. And God, you know, probably laughed and was like, all right, I'm going to make you keep playing. Um,
0: and make you keep coaching. Yeah,
1: uh, for real. Um,
0: that, that's crazy. That's wild. A few quick questions for you just about basketball. I know we've talked about some really serious subjects here, but, you know, you talk about the region and how tough it can be just any given year. It doesn't doesn't matter if it's not McCracken, it's Graves. If it's not Graves, it's Murray. If it's not Murray, it's Marshall and, you know, and so on and so forth. And it goes on down the line with how tough – First region basketball is. Uh, what are your expectations? I, I mean, who do you think are going to be some of your tougher opponents uh, out of the first region this year? Just on a quick glance, you know, I know you don't want to look too far ahead, but you know, what are some teams you're circling on the calendar as saying, "Hey, we get," you know, "we we've we really got a game plan for these teams."
1: Um, well, considering that I've been out of high school for five or so years, um, and you know, Macy and Lex have and Alexis have been out of high school. I haven't kept up with the first region probably as much as I should have, just being, you know, a busy college athlete. Um, sure. But, uh, and I've also, honestly, I've been worried about our team, and I'm, I haven't actually looked at which team has what. Um, I've just been so focused on getting our girls on the right track. And so, honestly, um The teams you mentioned, McCracken, Marshall Graves, um, you know, Murray, I'm not sure how they'll be this year, but, you know, that'll be a a tough one for me mentally, you know, playing there, um, and now coaching against them. Um, I'm interested to see about Mayfield. They have Lex's little sister. Um, They do. Lay-may. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if she's anything like Lex, she'll be a tough one, but, um... So those are just a couple of them, and um, I don't know. I I think we've got a good group of girls. They're hardworking. Um, we're young. I think we have like six or so freshmen, three eighth graders. We only have two seniors, um, two juniors, a uh, couple sophomores. So we're very young. So that's that's cool. That I'm coming in and building a foundation, and you know the foundation's going to last longer than one year if I had a whole group of seniors or, you know, all juniors. or So I've got mostly freshmen, so I'm starting them off young and the right way.
0: I'm going to put you slightly on the spot here, um, and bear with me. I promise this isn't too big of a curveball, but um, now that you're out of college, obviously there's a lot of, you know, you, you have so many roots at UT Martin now at this point. Do you get a chance to take a step back and maybe – Quietly cheer for Murray State and your former teammates. Uh, I know you. It's always about, it's it's about more than basketball. I mean, clearly, they, you have relationships with Macy, Lex and, and Alexis. But they were picked preseason third. Murray State women's basketball was this year, uh, and obviously a lot of commonalities and big time ties for you there. How do you root for Kevin McMillan and, and UT Martin Skyhawk basketball? and in the same breath, you know, maybe have respect, admiration, and support for Murray State women's basketball. How do do you divide that up in your mind?
1: Well, it would be a lie if I said I haven't been cheering for them all along. Um, Even when I was playing against them, you know, Lex comes down and hits four threes against us. I'm like, dang, who's Gardner? But, wow, good job, Lex, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Or Macy averaging 20 a game, or Lex's, basically being able to dominate any position she's put in um so anytime I see Murray State going to play someone um I've rooted them on whether in the tournament or um in conference or you know Murray State going to Louisville or I mean wherever they go I always was either pulling up their game or looking for stats um and as much as I hated guarding some of them um You know, Caitlin Young, she's going to be a sophomore. I hated Gardner, but I got to see her this summer and, you know, meet her and a couple of the other girls, um, Reagan Blackburn, um, of course, Charlie. I got to play against her in high school. Um, But it's pretty easy to root for good girls. Coach Turner brings in the right kind of character. And then, you know, I have a lot of friends still at UTM, and I'm still living – and Martin, and I'm still around the girls a lot. Um, so, I mean, I guess it. once again, back to relationships, um, I don't have trouble cheering for multiple teams when they've got good people and good bonds
0: formed with them. I mentioned this earlier um, in a in a tweet, and I'm dead serious about it. I want to see Rochelle roll out Mad, uh, Macy, Lex, Alexis, Case and Connor from Marshall and Charlie Settle. I want it to be the 4th district death lineup. I want her I want her to do it and I don't know I don't know if she'll do it a lot or even if at all, you know, cuz it's a little bit of a smaller lineup for them, but mm-hmm. you know, Charlie's starting to develop a little bit. You know, Cason obviously is a freshman, and then you have Alexis and and Macy, which need no introduction, not just to the OVC, but really into Western Kentucky, uh, women's and and girls' basketball. And to run the five of them together – as one little swarming unit, I just think would bring. Well, having covered them all in high school, it would be. It's just it'd be fun to see for me personally, but from a basketball perspective, I keep thinking about how interesting that would be to have like Charlie at pick and pop, well, you know, Lex obviously on the wing, Alexis kind of slashing and doing whatever she wants typically. Macy, you know, in her automatic 15 foot jumper. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, by the way, if you foul her, she's the nation's leading free throw shooter. Um, and then you have Casey Connor, who's you know trying to you know learn the ropes of being a point guard, and was a freshman at Marshall, uh, fixing to blossom in her own right in two different sports, w- watching you guys play, you know, and and then competing against you guys as she was thrown into some starters minutes early in her career. So I don't know. Uh, is it crazy for you to see that that you you, you see? your former teammates and, and former adversaries uh, in Division One basketball and to think that that all came from the 4th District, does that, does that ever, like, cross your mind and say, wow, that, that happened?
1: Um, oh, absolutely. And um, I think the first region sometimes doesn't get as much recognition as they should um, uh, individually. You know, I think some of our girls in the first region probably could have been ranked up there in the state um, but we're in from little old West Kentucky so sometimes you don't notice that but it speaks for itself if you've got five girls from this area playing college division one basketball um, so I mean that'd be so neat to see and it would probably be a great thing to draw more people from the community into um, support those girls but it'll be very neat and I think you know it could be effective too and what better person to learn after for the incoming freshman than Macy you know
0: right last couple of questions for you and uh, again I have appreciated the time Uh, obviously it's a really exciting season ahead uh talking a little bit about your team any chance because I don't remember you taking a ton of three-pointers in high school uh, but you took a few later on and then when you got to college, you really started taking them. Uh, it really became a part of your game. How much do you institute your offensive principles and the fact that you started to step out uh, as, a, as a jump shooter and a three-point shooter in college? How much do you translate that to your Lady Lakers and to someone like Sailor Lowe, uh, who, who's maybe looking to take that next step uh, from an offensive standpoint? Um,
1: personally, I think Sailor, at her age is already better than I was at that age. She can shoot. She can handle the ball. Um, I am a couple inches taller than her, but she is already more versatile than I probably ever was. Um, So, I mean, I'm constantly on her about shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, and then she finally shoots and she makes it. Um, But she's got a good range. Um, I think she was put at point guard in middle school for a brief period of time. So, I mean, she's probably similar to Alexis in the fact that she can play any position. Um, and she's only, I think she's 14 years old. So
0: oh, that's good uh, news then.
1: Yeah, she's an eighth grader. Um, so I'm very excited to watch her grow and build those bonds with her. It'll be similar to how I was with Coach Turner and Monica getting to play six years under him. She'll get to play five years under me. So that's awesome. And then um, really all my post players, I forced them to shoot threes every day in practice. Um, I was blessed that Coach McMillan cared so much about form, and he probably devoted all summer long to making sure we had the perfect form because he always said good form will make shots. Um, So I'm I'm fixing my post players' form constantly and making them pick and pop or making them do three-point shooting drills. Giving them, you know, shooting homework, and they've accepted the challenge for sure.
0: Are your practices easier or tougher than Rochelle's and Kevin McMillan's?
1: Um. Well, I've actually pulled drills from both of theirs, um, so it, it's probably a combination of the two. I've definitely used a ton of Coach McMillan stuff just because it's fresh in my mind. Sure. Um, kind of have short-term memory. I can't remember a whole lot of the drills we did in high school. Um, I remember a couple plays and a couple drills, but a lot of my high school basketball stuff has kind of disappeared and been replaced with my college drills um, just because it's so recent. But when I took the job, I asked Coach Turner to email me some of the things they do at Murray State, and she sent me a ton of resources to, um, I'm sure you see she posts every day the green light shooters.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, And I've taken some of those drills, which it's funny. um, All that that she's been doing with the racers, those are drills that we already did at Martin, too. We just didn't call them the same thing. Um, So I've taken those, and we're using those. Um, I haven't necessarily called players green light shooters. Um, I've been telling everyone shoot the ball right now because they're all you know a little scared Skyler last year did a lot for them um so it's it's hard losing one of your better players um so I've had to kind of teach all of them you know sure. you can shoot um
0: yeah. well absolutely so. I mean I mean is a wonderful talent um, and mm-hmm. you know wish her nothing but the best. Uh, she'll be terrific. You know when she suits up for Marshall. Absolutely. Um and there's no 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 shame or harm in that at all. She's absolutely a mm-hmm. terrific point guard and and will do some different things uh, for for the Marshalls, no doubt. Uh and and a talented team in the district. I know that that's something else that your team will obviously have to battle because there's clearly respect, you know, between you and Valerie uh, and and Skyler and trying to figure out, you know, you know what she's going to bring to that team, plus what already remains. Sure, they graduated a ton of talent, but, hey, uh, that Marshall team was the state runner-up last year by a basket.
1: Right. And,
0: you know, and still has key pieces uh, from that team. And, and Jada Driver and Hallie Lange, and I, 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 Mia Teague is going to have a, a very big role, you know, for Lady Marshall basketball this year, I believe. It's uh, just hard to keep an athlete like that off the floor but um yeah, i say these things and that's it gets back to the fourth district and how tough it'll be i mean Alyssa doherty inside for faust at oh, murray.
1: absolutely i worked with her this summer too individually i mean she she's got great hands she's great at finishing on both sides um and so and, you know i've i tried to teach her everything i knew um but she already knew quite a bit so murray is doing a good job with her um, She moves well for her size. Um, And, again, back to Skylar, I mean, she's just a natural with the ball. Um, And, absolutely, there's going to be a lot of 4th District talent. And, you know, I've got some girls that their names are going to be mentioned a lot. I've got a few that I'm pretty excited about.
0: Well, you got to keep it under wraps right now. So, uh, so what I'm yeah. what I'm gathering, I want to make sure that I have this right. If I'm watching UT Martin women's basketball and Murray State women's basketball, that if I scout those two teams, I've got your team figured out. Is that what you're basically saying? No, really? <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, it's always good to throw in wrinkles. And high school basketball, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, especially not, with no shot clock. Not Clark. yell
1: as much as uh, Coach McMillan or Coach Turner. Um, that may develop throughout my years. Um, I may be a little timid uh, starting off, but I'll definitely be taking my coaching style pieces from each of them as well. And Monica.
0: Um, well, you always so. had. You always had, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to out myself here. Good cop, bad cop. You know. Oh, I.
1: 100%. <laughs> yeah. Some,
0: yeah, somebody's angry, somebody's not angry. Somebody is literally uh, breaking you down and someone building you back up. And, I, and I'm and i not, and again, I'm not ever, I'm not a coach. I'm not ever going to be a coach. I don't need to be a coach at all in anything, really. Uh, I barely can drive on the right side of the road at times. But <laughs> for me, observing coaching, you know, you watch sometimes how people, Deal with other people, and you know and I've observed a lot of Rochelle and Monica and Amber Guffey, and you know even Wyatt Faust, and then even McMillan. You know, in watching college right. women's basketball, and and I like watching opposing coaches and how they respond to adversity. Um, and it's all about trying to get people to, to tick. That's that's what I get. I right. get that about coaching. And there were ways Rochelle got people, and still gets gets people to tick in it in a specific direction. You're training people. Do the right thing, and um, or if they don't do the right thing, to respond the very next moment, Um, which is basketball, crazy. Just you have Mm twenty four seconds to forget what just happened and do it again, and um, you know that 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 to me, it's going to be fun to kind of see you kind of develop. Where are those intricacies going to come from? Are you going to be good cop or bad cop? And I hate to make it so blase like that, but that that's how coaching is.
1: And. You know, Coach McMillan and Coach Turner and Monica and Coach T, Coach Russell, whoever my coaches were in college and in high school, um, thankfully I learned from Coach Turner that she's going to get on me all day on the court. And then when I step off that court, she's going to hug my neck and I'm going to be one of her own. And um, I know I could call her for anything. And thankfully Coach McMillan adapted that same Coaching style, and that that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to teach my girls right now. And I keep warning them. I'm like, I haven't really yelled yet. Um, I'm trying to let you all get a feel for me, but I'm going to get on you. at the end of the day, um, I love you guys, and you're my girls, and I'm going to be there if you need me. Um, so, again, building those relationships so they know when I do yell at them, it's not personal. It's my job. I'm trying to make them better, uh, that kind of thing.
0: Maddie, that caps it off. Like I said, I'm sure we could talk about a lot of different things, Uh, but uh, I think that's a perfect place to kind of put this on pause and and see where the season goes and and see where everything is headed out. I know your grandfather uh, is awfully proud of you. Your family's proud of you. Uh, And you, strangely enough, you have – like four different fan bases proud of you. That uh, you have you know, UT <laughs> UT Martin fans, Murray State fans, Callaway fans, and you know Murray Lady Tiger fans that are just like, "Whoa, man, Woldra!" You have four fan bases behind you. If you if you haven't thought about it that way, two from the OVC and two from the fourth district, uh, all within about a fifty mile radius, uh, that are kind of all watching it, uh, you know. And then, like I said, other adversaries in the region that know what it was like to go up against you and coach you, you know, are certainly probably watching, you know, with some admiration. You know, I mean, Aaron Beth had a mm-hmm. game plan for you. Scott Sivils had a game plan for you, you know. Ember uh, Wright, and the list goes on and on. I'm trying to think of other coaches right now in the district, in the districts, and the regions that would have had to have maybe, maybe game Gwen Duncan, maybe at St. Mary. She's been there for a hot minute. Uh, of course, you have you know Rod Thomas as an assistant at McCracken. You know when he was at Tillman, you know having oh, a game, having a, having a game for plan top. for you. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, there's there's all these coaches. You know, Bradley Nanny maybe I think was already in. No, he was just about to get in. Uh, But he now has, you know, mace, you know, so he's certainly going to know a thing or two about your teams. And, yeah, it's just crazy to think. And then you go back over to the first district and there's a couple coaches there that have been there for a minute and, uh, you know, who who certainly experienced, I guess, the Lady Tiger wrath and how successful you guys were uh, all those years. So. Well, Maddie, I appreciate the time. Uh, if there's anything in this moment that you'd like to say uh, to listeners, now's the time.
1: Um, come out and watch our girls. Uh, it's going to be a fun year, and um, I'm excited for the challenge. But thank you for, you know, taking the time to talk to me. I always love talking to you. Uh, we have a lot of history with the sports industry.
0: Yeah, I we do, and I and I appreciate that. Uh, like I said, it's one of those things where, you know, I've got a new job now, and I really enjoy it. Uh, but uh, I live in Murray. I, I'm still going to be at Murray mm-hmm. State Games. Uh, I don't think I'll miss the first region tournament unless I've got some family obligations. Uh, fully expect you guys to kind of be in that conversation anyways. Uh It's one of those things where the first region tournament, anything can happen. The CFSB floor is magic for some strange reason. <laughs> it just does. Crazy things uh, to teams, uh, but it's one of those situations where you know I, 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 you know, even though I don't work in newspaper anymore, that's okay. I, I still <laughs> my Twitter button works just fine, probably mm-hmm. uh, for for my detriment. And um, it's one of those situations where I'm still going to see plenty of basketball moving forward, uh, both at the first region level. I know, if I'm not mistaken, is your middle school coach Tim Stark? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. And Tory Riley,
0: um, yeah, and they're they're both going to keep me up to date every five minutes. Tim texts me all the time, so I'm I'm looking forward to <laughs> getting updates from him as the season starts to unfold.
1: Oh, and um, I'm sure you remember the Murray High Hospitality Room.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um.
1: Well, my mom, I'm kind of forcing her to take on that role for our Christmas tournament. Uh, it's not going to be obviously that big, our first year doing it, but um, she's had. A couple ladies that used to help Frida out reach out and say, you know, if you need help with the hospitality room, we'll help you out. Are, so, you, ki- are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, she's getting that going. Um, she's already stressed about it. So, um, Oh, my God. If you come to the Christmas tournament, you can eat in the hospitality room. <laughs> All I need
0: is Frida's Italian beef. If there's any, <laughs> If there is any possible way that you can somehow Shanghai that recipe, over to your Christmas tournament. I know which Christmas tournament. I'll stop by to. Oh, uh, I'm
1: sure we have a Tiger cookbook she used to sell, and I'm sure it's in there. Uh, oh my gosh. We can see that happen.
0: It's. I've had. <coughs> excuse me. I've had my wife. I've tried to have my wife re- replicate it, and I, we don't eat a lot of red meat in our house, which is probably good. It's good. It's good for you. It keeps you. Keeps you healthy. But uh, I have mentioned that Italian beef more than once. Matter of fact, I mentioned it in one of my Christmas tournament stories one year and my editor came to me and he was like, why are you talking about the food at this Christmas tournament? <laughs> and I was like, because the food is the most important part of this Christmas tournament. And That's he just, what
1: brought teams back every year. Uh,
0: I wrote that, and I wasn't joking. Like, the second time <laughs> that I went to the tournament, like, I told my editor at the time, I said, man, I said, it is absolutely quintessential that I write about the food in this tournament because it is why teams are returning to this tournament on a consistent basis. Same tournament mm-hmm. that Scott Brown used to, uh, to, to, to stat for you guys and uh, who I now again work with at WKDZ and so it's one of those situations where oh my gosh like absolutely I will cover that tournament I will absolutely be at all three (laughs) days of that I don't care who the champion is it might not be Murray and some other team it might just be two teams from out of the out of the area but I'll be there uh, because I'm going to have a fine meal out of it so That's funny. I'll keep that in mind. I will say I think I'm going to be at HoopFest this year. Uh, Lyon County, uh, boys and girls, I do believe, both play at HoopFest in Marshall County. Um, So, uh, you know, WKDZ does cover quite a few uh, second-region teams that bleed over into the first region. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think that's what I'm kind of excited about. I've already done it a few times for football. I told them when they hired me here that from a sports perspective – I could bring, you know, a little bit of a first region understanding, you know, and if there's if there's second region teams that come over and play, I live in Murray. I, I would love nothing more right. than for a Hopkinsville to go play Graves County, you know, or a UHA to come over and play Callaway or Murray. So if that happens all the time, and you know, that's a, there's a natural relationship between Hopkinsville and all the way up to Henderson and over here. It just makes sense for good teams to play other good teams, so. Why not do it right. closer to home? So, I think that's something I'm going to be offering a little bit more, you know, as I start to develop my role here as well uh, at the oh, radio station. So, excellent job with that. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. But, um, Maddie, I appreciate the time. I've taken up too much of it as it is, but I do think there will be a that's lot okay. of people that uh, that a lot of people will will want to hear. Like I said, I know your grandfather is proud, and and I know your families are proud. And as I said, four fan bases are are going to be keyed in on on kind of what's going on with the Callaway County Lady Lakers. So, Maddie, thanks a lot, and uh, have a good evening, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Same to you. Thank you.
0: Thanks.